If you haven't checked out The Pot of Gold yet, what are you waiting for? The Pot of Gold is a database and a system for you to organize your content and start treating it like the asset that it is. If you want to avoid burnout, if you want to ever get out of the weeds of your business, if you want to stop spending your whole life on social media, if you want to outsource your content marketing to someone else while still maintaining your voice and your brand, this is the tool for you to do it. And it costs less than a fancy lunch. So go to carveldigital.com slash gold and check it out right now. So I would encourage you to take some time to really think about if you could just do anything you wanted to do and only the things you want to do in your business, what would those things be? And then take all those other things that you're doing out of obligation and figure out a way to get them off your plate. And it might take you a while, but it will be so, so worth it. Welcome to Begin As You Mean To Go On. If you're a woman of color with a mission-driven, service-based business, and you want to increase your income and your impact without burning out in the process, you are in the right place. I'm your host, Karanda Adair, recovering WordPress developer, content marketing coach, and CEO of Carvel Digital. I've survived being a Black woman in the tech industry, getting fired for culture fit, and gone on to build a thriving business. I want to show you how to work hard once to create systems in your business that continue to work for you as you grow so that you can not just survive, but thrive and live your best life. Let's get it going. Hey friends, welcome back to Begin As You Mean To Go On. I'm so happy to be with you today. And today I want to talk about different strategies for getting things done in your business. And you really have four main choices, as I see it, for getting things done. You can do them yourself, which is how a lot of people start out, right? Good old DIY. You can have a done with you model, which is, you know, you're co-creating something with someone, someone who has some expertise so that they can help you move along faster than you could on your own. And then, of course, there's getting stuff done for you, like just hiring an expert and having them execute some work or a project for you, and you don't have to be involved all that much. And then the fourth one would be, of course, not doing anything, which is actually a strategy that far too many people um, actually apply, maybe without really meaning to, right? You just put it off and put it off, and it never gets done. And so I want to talk about these, uh, really those first three strategies, and which one makes sense at which stages of your business and how to really determine in a thoughtful and purposeful way, right, which of these strategies uh, you should employ at different phases of your business. Before we get into that, of course, uh, if you're new to the podcast, if this is your first episode, go ahead and listen all the way to the end. And if you got value, if you appreciate what you hear in this episode, then at the end, I'm going to issue you an invitation to go ahead and subscribe and follow the podcast so you get notified of new episodes. And if you really like what you heard, go ahead and leave us a five-star rating and review. But first, let's dig into this. So I want to talk about the definitions of these three strategies. I want to talk about why am I talking about this now, right? Why is this important? And then I want to talk about like, how do you decide? How do you decide which of these strategies based on where you're at in your business, based on your cash flow, like all these things. So DIY, that's pretty straightforward. It's pretty self-explanatory. It's doing it yourself. And it's how a lot of us start out. If we start out as solopreneurs, we're responsible for everything. We are the cook, the baker, the candlestick maker. You know, we're doing the marketing, we're doing the sales. Maybe you're putting up your website. Maybe you're just relying on your Facebook page, but basically we're doing it all. And that's not necessarily a good thing if it goes on for too long. But the next model is done with you. And done with you, I'll give you an example. Um, I used to have an offer 
to do a website in a day. So this was really kind of a done with you offer because I would get with the business owner and we would literally spend the day together in the olden times when we could get get together um, actually in my office, I would have them come in and we would actually work on their website together. So I would have them be writing copy and you know doing the things that really pertain to things that they know about their business and things that are in their expertise. And I would handle the technical parts of actually putting up the website, um, doing a little bit of design, doing the implementation. And we didn't always do it in a single day, but there are definitely a couple websites that I put up in one day. And at the most, you know, we might spend a week on it and really get something done much, much faster than they can do on their own. So done with you can be a great model to get something done and get something that's higher quality than what you could do yourself without breaking the bank. And then, of course, there's done for you. And a lot of people think done for you is like the answer to everything because you hire someone who hopefully knows what they're doing and then you wash your hands of it, right? You don't have to be involved in the actual implementation. And a lot of people think that's like the holy grail and the answer to everything. And that's not always true. So we're going to talk about that, too. So why am I talking about this? A couple of reasons. One is that four women who are very talented, deeply respect, have put together a new offer where they've teamed up together to really help people in a done with you model for marketing and copy and sales and like systems automation. I think this was genius. You know, when I saw it, I was like, this is genius. And they're all really talented. They're all really, really experts in their own right at these different areas of business. And these are core areas of business that you have to get right in order to start scaling your business and start seeing the results you want. So the fact that they've put this together into one offer, I think is amazing. And the other thing that has happened recently is that I've been seeing frustration from folks who, you know, don't necessarily have the budget for full done with you but they're ready to level up. And they're saying, you know, they want done with you, right? They want someone to hold their hand through the process. And I had a conversation with one of those folks and the feeling totally made sense to me. But when I really, really dug in, it became clear that, you know, they didn't really feel like they would be able to write copy that was a professional level. And if that's true, if you're wanting done with you in some area where you really don't feel like you're going to be able to rise to the occasion and execute in the way that you need to, then that model is probably not the right model, right? You should probably just focus on selling your offer so that you can hire someone who is an expert. And I say this because I have some clients who are very technically minded and, you know, maybe they hire me for a technical project and they like to know like how things are getting done, right? They want to know like how the sausage is made. And that's great. Like I love explaining to people and making that knowledge available because I think it's really good to actually know enough to be dangerous, especially when you're hiring someone to do projects for you. You want to at least be able to know, you know, is this person actually fulfilling in the way that that they should be, right? You want to know enough to know, are they doing the job the way that it needs to be done? And I think a lot of times people, especially non-technical folks, get into trouble. They think, oh, I'll just hire somebody to do all this tech stuff and they'll take care of it. And a lot of times those technical people don't necessarily know everything that they know to have the project be successful. And I talked about that in the episode about going beyond websites, right? Why it's so hard in the beginning of your business to get a good website. So there's this offer on the table where you have these four areas of business that they're going to walk you through. But the thing is, if you suck at sales, right? Or if you suck at copy, 
Like if you're not willing to and able to sort of take on all of those areas and step up to perform in all of those areas, then it might not work for you. And it might not be the fault of the program. It might be just that it's not right for you. So when should you DIY and when should you co-create and when should you just put your head down and sell some stuff and hire? I think DIY is really valuable, especially in the beginning, because it gives us, it sometimes can give you the appreciation, right, for how challenging something is. You might think, oh, that looks easy. I can just do this and it won't take that long. And you get into it and you realize, oh, okay, there's actually a lot to this. Maybe there's a reason why people specialize in this. Maybe there's a reason why this particular thing, be it like putting up a website or Facebook ads or what have you, is actually its own job, right? Its own career that people specialize in, right? And if you go in and do it yourself, it can give you that appreciation where when it comes time to hire somebody, you're like, oh, I understand that this is actually a valuable skill that's really difficult to learn. So I'm happy to pay somebody their asking rate to take care of this for me. So I think it's really valuable for that reason. But I think many, many, many business owners get stuck in DIY over far too many things and for far too long a period. And an easy way to tell this is if there is something in your business that is critical, right? It needs to be done and you have been promising yourself or maybe saying to your team, oh yeah, I'm gonna do this, I need to do this, and it's continually not getting done, it starts to cost you more than it's worth, right? And I saw this, I needed to write a sales page for our pot of gold. If you don't know what the pot of gold is, pot of gold is the Airtable base that we use to store all of our marketing content. It's really how we put our hands on any piece of content that we need really, really quickly. It's how we repurpose and reuse all of our content. Um, And it's really kind of responsible for a lot of my growth into just being me to having a team of six people. So if you want to know what that is, go to carveldigital.com slash gold and check that out because it's a really, really amazing tool. And you'll see the sales page that I kept saying, oh, I need to write. I need to write the sales page. And after a couple months of doing that, I realized, no, it actually needs to be done, but I don't need to do it. Even though I can write pretty good copy as the business owner, as the CEO at the phase I'm at now, I didn't have the time to do it and it didn't make sense for me to do it. And so I found a copywriter, an amazing copywriter, and I hired her to do it. And it's awesome. So if you find yourself saying, you know, oh, I have to do this, I have to do this, and either it's not in your skill set or you don't have the time because it's not something you should be focusing on, then DIY, you you know, you're probably beyond it, right? You probably need to start looking at a different solution. Now, when does done with you make sense? I think done with you can be a really good model. Like I said, I executed that really successfully for several website in a day clients. I think it can be really successful when you have an aptitude for something, but you know that you aren't at a professional level and you want to move fast, right? So somebody can come in and they can partner with you to kind of speed things along and to make sure that the quality is what it needs to be in order to get you the result that you need. Here's the thing, though. If it's something that is really, really outside of your skill set, like I have clients, you know, occasionally in our coaching calls, I try not to get really technical in our coaching calls because we're really focused on content and we're really focused on helping people learn how to sell with content. But occasionally that means, you know, I want people to understand the technology that goes into that. And I have clients who anytime I go into something technical, it's like you can see their eyes glazing over. You can see the overwhelm just like falling over them. And, you know, if you're approaching something that makes you feel like that, then I would suggest that you need to forget about DIY, forget about done with you and just put your head down and get the revenue that you need to pay for that to be done for you. 
Now, done for you is awesome, right? You don't have to do it, but it also has its own pitfalls. <laughs> done for you, you know, I've told the story before of we don't know anything about landscaping and we wanted to have our yard landscaped. And we hired someone who said they could do everything. They could do the fencing, they could do the planting, they could do the retaining wall, and he couldn't do all that. And it was a disaster. <laughs> we learned the hard way that, you know, people have specialties for a reason. So, if you're going in totally blind and you don't know anything about what you're hiring for, then it can be it can be risky. Honestly, it can be really risky. And so that's when knowing enough to be dangerous or the other thing you can do is you can get consulting from an expert so that you know enough, you know the right questions to ask, but then you can go and hire someone else. And that way, it's like a separation of concerns, right? There's no conflict of interest. You're hiring someone who's an expert in their field to kind of tell you the things that you don't even know you don't know, right? And then you can take that knowledge and you can use it to hire someone with the knowledge of what you should be asking, red flags to look for, all those kinds of things. So how do you decide, right? How do you decide which of these strategies to use and when to use them? I think it's a little bit of art and it's a little bit of science, right? It's a little bit of what are you interested in? What do you actually want to be involved in? What do you like to do? What are you good at? And it's also about just the math, right? And here's what I mean by doing the math. So I'm going to go back to websites because that's my background. And let's say that you, you need a website and you're thinking about doing it yourself. If you think it's going to take you or if you start trying to create this website and it is taking you months, right, then that's when it's probably costing you money right? Because if you had a working website, if you had a website that was strategic and created well and structured to actually bring people into your world and collect leads and move people towards the path of buying from you, every day that you don't have that website up is actually costing you money. And I run into people like this every day where they're, they're stuck in DIY mode or they're stuck having hired someone cheap who is not doing the job well or it's taking forever and it's really costing them money. Um, go back to episode 27 or about sunk cost fallacy where I talk about that. So let's say you could get a, a pretty decent starter website for anywhere between 2,500 and 5K. And let's say you have an offer that you sell to people for $1,000. If you could go out and get three to five clients to pay for that, go do that, right? Stay in your zone of genius and just go sell what you need to sell to get done what you need to get done in your business. So where does bootcamp fit into all of this? Because the reason this podcast exists, honestly, is as a vehicle for people who are maybe thinking about working with us, right? You know, this podcast is here for you. And if you good knowledge out of it and you go and implement that, awesome. For those of you who are actually thinking of maybe working together, bootcamp really started because as a web developer, I saw that I was creating projects with people who didn't understand how to market their business online. And they thought that putting up the website was going to be like the answer, that they would put up the website and all of their marketing problems would be solved. And that just wasn't the case. And as I got more and more experienced and more and more knowledgeable about marketing, I got really frustrated knowing that the result they thought they were going to get wasn't really what they were going to get. And sometimes when I try to talk to people about that, I kind of would get the brush off because it's like, oh, we just we hired you to do, you know, do the website, just do the code. And that's why I just kind of took a break and I stopped creating websites because I knew the real answer to any business owner's problems is you've got to create revenue. And for that, you've got to have marketing and you've got to have sales, right? You've got to be able to deliver on the back end as well. But if you can't get anyone to actually buy your offer, <laughs> then you can't deliver it. 
So that's why I shifted to Content Bootcamp because I knew that content is the key to being able to scale yourself, to being able to scale your marketing, to being able to have people going on a customer journey, learning about your offer while you're doing other things. And as service business owners, you know, we have to have that. Otherwise, we're just going to burn ourselves out because either the marketing is falling or your delivery is falling. And without having content, without having a marketing system, without having automation of some sort as a service business, you're never going to be able to strike that balance and have your marketing keep going. And so that's why I focused on content. And also, I just I love creating content. It was something I really enjoyed. I realized I was coaching people through these web projects I was doing anyway. And so I said, look, let me just focus on that. And so the reason that bootcamp exists is because you know, when it comes to outsourcing, when it comes to hiring people to do stuff for you, I've said this, I've gone on record saying this before, I don't think you can outsource this until you actually figure out your messaging. You have to create that relationship with your audience. You can't outsource yourself until you figure out your offer and your audience and your messaging and how to actually show up online in a way that makes people sit up and take notice and say, oh, wow, I need to know more about that. And so many people just don't know how to do that. They don't know how to be people online. And I always say I teach people how to be people online because they can be great on stage. They can be great in person. They can be great one-on-one. And then, you know, you put a screen in front of them and something happens and they forget. (laughs) They forget all that charm, all that charisma, all that passion. And I see it again and again when I talk one-on-one with business owners about their offer. And then I go and look at their website or I go and look at their social media presence and it doesn't reflect anything that I just saw in them. And so that's why bootcamp exists because you have to go through that process. And I really enjoy taking people through that process and getting them to be really, really confident in the way they show up and to be able to show up as much as a cliche word as this is, show up authentically, right? Show up real. Realness is one of our core values here at Carvel Digital because when you show up as real, that's when you attract the people that you need to attract. And it's also when you repel the people that you need to repel. So a lot of what I do is is giving people permission to actually show up in the way that they need to because they already have all the passion, all the answers, and they just need a process and they just need someone to guide them through being able to show up that way online. So bootcamp, I don't know that it fits really into neatly into any of these categories because I'm not writing your copy for you, but I'm certainly reviewing copy when folks ask for that. But I think the majority of what we do is really just the process of making sure there's that alignment between offer and audience and messaging and giving people that permission and that support and that guidance and that accountability to show up online for themselves in a way that maybe they haven't before. So if you've been thinking about working with us, I highly suggest that you just head on over to carveldigital.com slash apply and just sign up to have a conversation because that's all it is. It's a conversation. It's a conversation for you and I to get to know each other, for me to learn a bit about your business and for you to learn more about bootcamp and how we work and to see if I can just help you speed your journey so that you're not experiencing the delay in your success that maybe you don't have to be dealing with. If there's anything that I want you to take from this episode, there's a couple of things. One is don't stay too long in the DIY phase because for most people, it's not a great place to be. It's a place that really can lead you to burnout pretty quickly. And, you know, a lot of things in your business that you're doing yourself, someone else could do better if you would just let go of that and focus on doing the things that only you can do. 
The second thing is just be really honest with yourself about what the things are that you should be doing in your business and what are the things that you should just put your head down and sell and hire somebody else who really loves doing that. There's probably things that you hate doing in your business. There's probably things that you don't like doing in your business. And a lot of times as business owners, we forget that we have permission to show up in any role that we want inside of our business. So I would encourage you to take some time to really think about if you could just do anything you wanted to do and only the things you want to do in your business, what would those things be? And then take all those other things that you're doing out of obligation and figure out a way to get them off your plate. And it might take you a while, but it will be so, so worth it. And the last thing I want to leave you with is that you can't outsource yourself, by which I mean If you have not figured out how to really connect to your audience online in a way that's scalable, you have to figure that out for yourself and you have to figure out your messaging. And once you actually have that and you have a body of content, then you can hire copywriters who can come in and who can see what you've put together, who can see the history of what you've done, and they can take that and they can run with it. And I have experienced that firsthand. You know, when I hired that copywriter to come in and write our sales page, I gave her access to the product. I gave her access to a lot of my content. We have eight years of content between our website and this podcast and all sorts of different mediums. And she was able to take that, you know, we talked for maybe an hour and she was able to take that and come up with a sales page that was just really, really on point. Like I had to make very, very few edits. So you can get to the point where you can outsource those things, but you got to go through that process yourself. You got to go through just making those connections and figuring out your messaging. So I hope this has been helpful. If you've been struggling with trying to outsource things and not getting the results you want, or if you've been struggling with thinking that you have to do it all in your business, let me tell you that neither one of those things is true, right? And it's all fixable, but you just have to get really honest with yourself about what is the best path. So if you think that path includes us working together, head on over to carvaldigital.com slash apply. Tell me a little bit about yourself and let's talk. That is today's episode. And if you got value from this episode, now is when I want to invite you to go ahead and leave us a five-star rating and review. Go ahead and subscribe so you get notified of all the future episodes and head on over to carveldigital.com slash VIP and you can become a member of our VIP crew and get access to extra goodies and private podcast episodes as well. All right, friends, until I talk with you again, don't forget to begin as you mean to go on.